How are we going to start this? Um, I mean, what? What? So how do you? I mean, it's almost. I don't even. I almost don't even want to talk about it. I think like, I. Oh, we're here, but uh, like. It's, I feel like. I feel like the more you talk about it, the more you legitimize it. So it's kind of well, just like. You know what? I, <laughs> I think you do know how to talk about it because you emailed me some sound clips to play throughout our chat here, and the subject <laughs> of the email is origins post mortem. Well. <laughs> it was that or autopsy was the only yeah. thing I could come up with, but I feel like. Mitch, we we can't play our normal opener. I'm not gonna. Uh, we, you, you, I'm not gonna let you play our normal. Well, it's not Stargate SG One, so that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and that that but that theme is for the Stargate film as well. Like that's the iconic. Yeah, yeah. Stargate yeah. We've theme. used it for our specials and stuff. That's true. Yeah, our origins, when Origins was still a thing to come. Yeah, but I feel like after after watching it, I feel like we can't, in good conscience, uh, play something. For this, so I, f- I feel like what what it's I've not done, Stargate, is what it? I what I thought we could do is is put in as much effort and as much budget <laughs> as as MGM put into Origins for a unique opening. Oh, good call. Yeah, so let's let's open it with all the pomp and circumstance it deserves. Know it, but that's an 80 piece, 80 piece orchestra, guys. <laughs> Key change. <laughs> I tell you what, I'd be very happy if I could actually play this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it is uh, get into gate. This is our, I want to say, fourth Stargate Origins podcast, but it is our first podcast post Origins being released to the world. Hang on. Oh, good call. Beautiful. Great ending. Solid finish. <laughs> That's what we were all after, mate. Unfortunately, not in this series. <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we get into it, uh, this is the Get Into Gate team. My name is Mitch. Joining me, the full Get Into Gate team, we have Matty. Hi. Oh, mate, come on, pick it up. Brendan. Hi. Hello. I'm happy I'm happy to be with you guys. Good. good. Not happy to be Good be talking tag. about this. Good. Can I be German? Good, good, <laughs> good. Come on, Reese. What do you got? Yeah, good day, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as we do each and every week with Stargate SG One, I thought we would still keep that theme going. We'll refer to uh, the uh, synopsis. Well, I mean, we have a routine that works. We have. We <laughs> All have right. Instead of having a DVD to read off, though, I'm just going to go to IMDb and see what it says. I mean, we go to Stargate Command, but what's the point, really? It's, you know, you're going to lose all your content in a week anyway. So. All, right. <laughs> all right. Young Catherine Langford embarks on an unexpected adventure to unlock the mystery of what lies beyond the Stargate in order to save the Earth from darkness. Oh, that was unexpected. And right. was, it's was the Earth ever actually in danger at any point? No, 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 it wasn't. not directly. And no, not at any how point. unexpected is it when she spent a whole episode trying to figure out how to turn it on? They spent ten years mm-hmm. trying to figure and, out what it is. Yeah. Well, uh, and then another sixty after that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sadly, I guess we're all new viewers to Stargate Origins, Reese. But being the newbie of the show, as you have been since we started off the podcast, I'll throw to you. What did you think of Stargate Origins? As you sit there and like. <laughs> 
trying. It's like you've got a headache that you're trying to relieve pressure from. What a fucking train wreck! <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, man. You know, when MGM came out, the when before anyone ever fucking heard of Origins, they said. This is a thank you to the fans. That was their premise. That was their foundation yeah. for the whole fucking Origins thing, right? And then they come out and said, oh, by the way, you've got to pay us to get a fucking thanks from us. That's like working at a job for 15 fucking years and they go, hey, thanks for your loyalty. Give us $1,000 and we'll send you for a night down the local yeah. fucking hotel. Give us a gold watch. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> like fuck off. It's just fucking bullshit. So that's the premise. And then, oh yeah, here's your thank you. Pay me for it and I'll give you something that's got zero fucking budget. And then doesn't stay in canon. Oh, wait, it does because we'll take your memory and tell you what to do in the future. Like, fuck off. What's the point of the Harsesis baby as well? Also, they're calling them humans, not fucking Tari. Yeah. They're fucking um, mispronouncing Nakwada. And then at the end, when he's got the fucking Nakwada rock, and he's like, oh, this is interesting. She goes, yeah, I think that's mine. And then they do <laughs> nothing about it. Like, go fucking <laughs> test it like a geologist would. Yeah. This whole fucking thing is just pointless i'm sick of it and to be quite honest i've had enough i fucking choked my way through the 10 episodes fucking hated it didn't pay for some scripts and i fucking pirated the shit so <laughs> I, and look <laughs> I, I, <laughs> all right so i'm fucking done i'm not even gonna fucking stay with you to talk about it i don't i don't want it in my life at all ever again so i don't Talk to me about it. See you guys. Oh wow! Headphones <laughs> off. Headphones are off. I'm, f- I'm literally out. He's I'm not, out. I can't he's talk gone. about it anymore. I'm it's fucking done. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, he's going. That's well. This isn't like when Maddie <laughs> Maddie says he's going. Maddie turns his mic off and sits a meter back. He's putting he's put his, his shoes on. on. <laughs> That's it. He's out. These boots are made for walking. I'm going. Do I need a pass to get out? Find out when you get there, no. mate. <laughs> I'll have to just walk back in. Give us a call. All right. Cheers, dude. Have a good one. See ya. I mean, fair, fair call. And that's from a guy who's only seen three seasons of this show. He's yeah. literally been living with Stargate for a year and a half. And from what you've been saying, I know we're you know about to get into season four shortly. You've said like from a couple of weeks ago onwards, it is just gold, gold, gold. Occasional little minor hiccup, but compared to like seasons one and two, which we've enjoyed, it's just the the standard and the quality and the the, the continuity. Is is like next level out of control, and he hasn't even got there yet. Yeah. and yet he's already watching Origins, going, mm. "Well, this compared to what I've seen." This is a guy who like thinks bullshit. the best episode of Stargate SG One so far is Tin Man, <laughs> like, and and that's how upset he is about Origins. Like, come on. So um, we start this whole series with footage. We're just from moving the... on without Reese. Just... Well, he's got. Oh, he's actually gone. gone nothing though. we can do. Like he, you know. Oh, at least we can do spoilers now. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I he actually... planned this. Maybe he's planned this whole thing. He's like, oh, I've got to go. <laughs> I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> we should call him after and just see where he is. Yeah. He's Are, you probably... okay or... Are you okay? Just didn't want to like, cancel you... his plans. He's like, I reckon I can do both. I'll Hashtag... just get in there and be really pissed <laughs> off Hashtag are you okay day. Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You know. I think he he had to duck off to work, so that's the reason. Yeah. Fair enough. So we start this entire series with movie footage, a whole minute. Mm. Uh, Which I do movie... like. I like when they... That's well... fine, but it's only... T- an eight-minute episode, so you've got, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, more than ten percent is stock footage. And they redubbed the audio. To Did get, they to get rid of they they cut out because obviously the original Catherine and Professor Langford weren't American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they cut out all the the Norwegian that we spoke about mm. in our last yeah. um cut all that out and redubbed in Connor Trenier saying stuff in American. Oh, right. did they? Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even notice. Yeah, I didn't pick up either. I, I think just because it's skimming. Well, it just started so quick, like, He's bang, you press Trek, play. So I, well, there was no voice. MGM line at all. It's because like, MGM doesn't want to be near this match. <laughs> and again, that would take up, yeah. like, 2% of the, of the total <laughs> yeah. one time just to have that line raw. They, could, they couldn't get permission from the lion? Yeah. I'm not going on that. No. Um, well, well, yeah, okay. Look, I didn't like this. That's to put it very, very lightly. To put it mildly, I don't think yeah. any of us... I mean, obviously, if you heard Reese, you know, he's yeah. the new guy. So he doesn't even have the the 20 years of, of love and, and backstory and, and fond memories of it that we do no. growing up as kids watching this show. Mm. Um, so imagine how we feel. Yeah. Yeah. Given, given, like you said, this was supposed to be a love letter to the fans... But That's hate mail he's to the a fans. Fan. He's been <laughs> here for 18 months. I do yeah. want to establish again, I think I said it in the in the last Origins podcast that we did, the special, again, before it came out. And I was thinking about it last night. We didn't obviously want to watch this and want it to be bad. I, 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 can't, Definitely I, not. I cannot understand the fandom out there of people that if they like you know a particular character but they don't like what a movie looks like it's going to do and they go, I hope that movie sucks or yeah. I hope this franchise is shit. And because they go, I'm going to go watch that and I hope that. it's awful because mm. it's like... You, you may as well be saying, I can't wait to go and waste two hours of my life at yeah. the uh, at the movies. I can't wait to go and spend 50 bucks on food and tickets to waste my time and not enjoy myself. Like, I'm a massive sports fan. Regardless of who's playing in my team or how the team's going or what structural changes, I never go, I can't wait to go watch my team lose. Like, no. I don't understand mm. that fandom. So I really, as much as we paid out on the marketing and, and the content of the trailers, the way well, that they were delivering when, this content leading pressed, up to this. When I pressed play, I had an open mind. I thought, okay. Okay, yeah. I'll give this. I was, just... but we were reacting to what they gave us, not like, oh, we're going to make Stargate Origins. We said, well, that's that's look, this it was is a... this is ambitious, yeah. mm. and I think you could get into trouble. And I think we did come into our Origins chat at the last one where we said, this is what they can and can't do. We were ready to rip into it. We were that time. I I, I will admit that. Yeah. And after chatting, at least for me, and I think you do guys as well, came out of that actually kind of optimistic going, well, hang on, we if they were. just don't do these three key things, they'll probably be okay. Yeah, yeah we, we found plot like loopholes where they could squeeze plot through yeah. and it wouldn't have affected, you know, yeah. well, the I mean, history. And Let's so I just say from the start, yeah. this was a bad idea. Whoever whoever pitched this, like I feel sorry for the writers. I feel sorry for the I feel sorry for the cast I don't and feel crew. Sorry for the writers, no, because they were given it. an unwinnable brief by MGM. The, they said you have to make this they announced it at Comic Con in June or July last year. They said we're making a, a short, a ten minute episodes of Catherine Langford prequel, and then they've given that's the brief to these but guys. Do, do we know that for sure? Do we know that they already hadn't had those writers on board with half of this idea, this cockamamie idea already? And then it, maybe well, they, if maybe, they did, then they're even even worse than I thought. Yeah, like maybe. Maybe these writers, are, in the same way Brad Wright and Jonathan Glasner approached MGM back in the 90s saying, we'd like to make a TV series based on this movie you've got. Perhaps these writers approached MGM and said, hey, look, with all these reboots and old series coming back, we'd love to do something. Here's a spec script we've written that we'd love to do a movie for. Fuck. Maybe then it was MGM that said, look, uh, we don't have a lot of money. Uh, the last couple of movies we did for Stargate really weren't worth our time. Uh, and somehow they came up with this cockamamie 10, 10 minute episodes web thing. We're going to make your own Netflix, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. I, the I only, don't know for sure. The, yeah, the, problem, way... the problem I have is Star Trek Discovery blows $9 million per episode on their show. That's How, how much... do they even do that? It's not even that good. Well, Netflix gave them that money. 
Netflix was so behind. Now how do they spend it? <laughs> well, well, they spend it on Cast. lens flares and CG and stupid <laughs> uniforms. Um, but they were able, like Paramount, who owns Star Trek, like Star Trek hasn't been on television since two thousand and five. Hasn't been good since two thousand and one. So it's very much in the same boat as mm. Stargate. Hasn't been on TV for a long time. Yeah. The last series was nowhere near as popular as the the ones uh, previous to it. It hasn't had any sort of resurgence. All that Star Trek had going for it was the three Chris Pine movies, which, you know. They were um, great. Oh, <laughs> um, Can and I get it? they yeah. were able to sell it to Netflix. Netflix Now, granted, uh, Discovery's budget, I'm told, won't be as big next season no. because that was a one-off with Netflix. Because they shit the bed. No, just part of the deal they had with Netflix is that was only for the first series. They would give them that kind of money so they could hit it, hit the ground running hard. Yeah. They're going to have a much more realistic budget for the second season. Yeah. But... God, imagine what Origins could have done with just $9 million. Imagine what they could have done with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, one. I was trying I'd to research. Honestly, I, I couldn't find what the budget for this was. No, the only thing I found, that, I think. The only fa- thing I found was a tweet from Trinia himself. He said, I'm really happy with what we've done. I'm happy with the cast and crew. I'm did paraphrasing you, here. Did you see the with, final cut yet? With zero tweet? budget, basically, mm. he said. So... Whatever that means for the sh- for show business, it could be a million dollars. Yeah, but well, they say a lot oh, of a lot of these know, these man. cult films, so these you know big cult like um, uh, Leon the Professional and things like that. They say, oh, this this movie was made on nothing and it had like a seven million dollar budget. You know? Yeah, what did they, they say? Said, Deadpool was made on and they said that was a nothing. It's like, like fifty. It's yeah. like Saw the made, yeah. the original Saw. Made it was a million. One. It was still and a million. Dollars. And it made a yeah. hundred million at the box office. But yeah. what, was they used out, the, what was Get Out made on? That was not a lot. Oh yeah, very very minimal. El Mariachi. Yeah. But the thing you look at look at Saw right. That was a that good one. really. 70-80% of that movie is based in, in one room. room. Yeah. And it's that's the thing. It's like what they did in this show, this, the, the locations they were in within the show, not the locations they filmed in, but the locations, the, the sets, all that sort of stuff, the characters they use, the interiors, all that. That could work. Like we see Stargate SG-1s. We talk about that all the time. Like every four episodes, they have a money-saving episode. Mm. And it's not like, oh, well, you know, it limits our creativity. It's like, no, no, no. Be creative within your boundaries. Like Prometheus Unbound, right? In season seven. Yeah. That that was, like Michael Shanks said, that was during that time, Atlantis had all the budget. So SG-1 were doing like an A script and a B script. They so were shooting, during that week... They were shooting like three three episodes a week. Yeah. Rather than, you know, just overlapping. And that whole thing was like a, a B unit Yeah, episode. so that's and that's why it was so good because Michael Shanks said, you know, I met, I met Claudia Black and she brought a lot of energy. She yeah. was really great. So the, basically... The brass wasn't looking over their shoulder yeah, going, was, no, you can't go the, this broad with comedy. Yeah, you the know? kids could play, basically, yeah. is what he was saying. The kids were being naughty. And that's... And you know a bit of slapstick and stuff like that. And That's why it was such a great a episode. Hugely popular character, yeah. and that's a hugely popular episode. Yeah, and all, all that's I what can you say, can do with that. I do with want us budget. to sort of um, point by point. I want to go through some of the episodes. I even just want to rapid fire through some of my thoughts that I jotted down as I was sort of watching these episodes over the last sort of three or four weeks. But all I can say is that this was clearly made because there are fans of Stargate at MGM, and yeah. there are people at MGM who wanted to see Stargate come back and succeed. And personally, if I was one of those people and I worked at MGM and I had anything to do with this, I would be extremely embarrassed with myself. Yeah. That's I, all I, I can concur. say. It's everything is a contradiction. If if they wanted to stick in the movie universe and do just the movie universe continuity, awesome. If they wanted to do just SG1's continuity, 
awesome. But they, <laughs> they jumped back and forth using things from both, contradicting both. Yeah. And it was, to me, it was an unmitigated disaster. Yeah, it was. There were, uh, there was a couple of, I think the set design was some of, was the only kind of positive thing I could find. And that was yeah. just, um, Alcet's, um, temple Actually, with the yeah. golden blue. I think that was beautiful. Ten City can. Her throne was awesome. Like with just the, the big wings and shit. Wings. Oh my god, it looks so cool. Oh, I, I think there. I had the biggest problem with that. It was just so tiny. And then you, because I'm thinking, is this meant to be the pyramid? Is this meant to be? You know how I had a note for that in said, Abydos. They have like a, a temple bit at the start, which is the entrance, and then the the pyramid behind. I'm, yeah. I'm going. Are they doing a close up of the of the little temple entrance? I had a note. But about no, that. it was obviously a different. Location. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, Ra. We'll skip skipping to the end. Ra does this. Oh, you caught me monologuing, and yeah. he just does this little monologue. We will move the Stargate. We will oh, repair the HD. Yeah, I wrote that down. We will, it's terrible. Oh, we'll get. Really? Oh, Jesus. All right. So, <laughs> so let's go through. Yeah, let's let's fire off some watched, of our rapid fire sort of stuff from um, my wife and I one. watched the whole series together in the movies, and you know, as our relationship blossomed at the start, um, much like Jack we and bonded Carter. over Stargate. Mm. And so she hasn't been privy to any of the podcasts because she doesn't have time to do that, to listen to us blab on about Stargate. She has to listen to you at home, mate. She doesn't yeah, listen to it, it in her downtime. Like. <laughs> um, so she goes, oh, I go to her, Stargate Origins is coming out tomorrow. And she goes, oh, in, in the cinema. I go, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you're adorable. <laughs> you're lovely. Oh, but dumb. So we were sitting down oh, watching the first episode and she goes, is that um, Ernest? I go, No. No, no, that would it's make not. too much sense. And, she, and she's like, she's kissing him. She goes, "Oh, she's a bit of a hussy, then, isn't she?" <laughs> she's like nineteen twenties. No one talks to their dad like that. Yeah. Oh, I've got some some points later on. She uses words that weren't even invented yet in nineteen thirty eight. I know. So, yeah, there's so many of them. I was good. expecting one of them to say YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> the my main point from um uh from episode one, which uh, Reese was actually the first one to point it out to us in our in our group chats was uh, the spit take where she's when she storms off to her room she's got a big lob of spit on her on her lip mm. and when she sits down she's kind of got to wipe it off and it's like just do another take what is what does that add yeah. to what you're doing and my main concern is they don't know what the stargate is they don't know you travel through it they're trying to study it so what why is it standing upright how are they going to study what's at the top of the gate they can't get to <laughs> yeah, it. Good point. The mm. only reason you would have the Stargate sitting when they when when they found it, it was lying down in the dirt. Mm. Yeah, and then they lifted it up for that great you know cinematic, uh, cinematic Hero shot. shot. Yeah, yeah. But unless you're walking through it, there's no reason for it to be upright. Yeah, you know, it's not like would... in Stargate Command in the movie how they have all the um the power power adapter well, clamps on it. And at that point, they kind of know what it is and they know they're going to be sending something through it. So they have... I don't know, know. I still don't understand why they know that. Well, Origin solves all that for you, mate. <laughs> Does it though? Yeah. Catherine, <laughs> she's going to form a team. Alcet told her to do it. Yeah. <sighs> I know. That's what I was waiting. You must form a team called oh, SG-1. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. You must for. find Jack O'Neill. He'll be stubborn at first, yeah. but you'll grow to love him. <laughs> <laughs> find a man called Daniel Jackson. And then, then we get to the final moment of the first episode. And we do some. They do something that I don't understand. But the only thing that came to mind was this. <laughs> yeah. Why would this is the end credits for me? Why? Why did yeah. they spin at the end? The Stargate, like the puddle, doesn't spin like that. 
I have no idea why they didn't, but keep playing this because this is. <laughs> Catherine! <laughs> um, now, I might even show you guys if I can find it. There's on uh, the amazing Stargate Command YouTube channel, in one of their uh, behind the scenes videos on like the first day of filming, I went back and watched that because I was looking for something in particular. And I did notice that spinning effect isn't something done in post. They actually had a camera on like a gyroscope and they just uh, spun it. Bullshit. Why? They spun it. Like <laughs> they've got no they've got no budget. Like imagine if something went wrong, it's yeah. like we broke our camera. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the Simpsons, it's like when that volleyball breaks, like, we're sorry, children, that was our only ball. Yeah. There'll be no team this year. <laughs> like There'll be no origins. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! Catherine, you're cut. Oh man, that's like, I've got my laptop here. I've got Final Cut Pro on my on my Apple Mac laptop here. I could do that. <laughs> that effect. That effect. Yeah. In two minutes. Like, why would Ooh, you waste time sh- to, to do something it's, like that? Oh, it gives me the shivers. The one that I hate the most out of all of those spins is when uh, Kasuf says Nakata, and they all go. Nakata, break the fourth wall and oh, stare straight down the, straight down the barrel. And is that a, when they had the, the, the Avengers shot? Yeah. yeah, and then there's a lens flare. They're yeah. inside a tent. Where is that <laughs> lens flare coming from? Oh, Didn't she I, actually I aim audibly, the gun? I audibly gasped. Yeah, she, <laughs> I went, oh, she that's aimed, fucking dreadful. She aimed. She pointed the gun <laughs> yeah. down the barrel of the camera. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, oh, so watch. That guys. was shit. <laughs> Star. He calls the Stargate our little sphinx here, which. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, Professor Langford when he's introducing the the British dude. Oh, oh have is you that, seen our little Sphinx here? I'm like, what did he call it? Sphinx. Is that, I can only imagine that's because sphinxes are kind of a mystery. Yeah, is I guess so. Is that his funny way of saying mystery? Yeah, yeah. or it's like that stinks, stinks. Their big discovery, like you know, their yeah. their piece of Egypt or something. Yeah, like so. And then we were talking. Our our last podcast was uh, Professor Langford was. Studying with Heinrich Gruber or something like that. Oh yes. Mm. So that's what I he gave him his note. My partner through this is, but this one's called Dietrich. So I'm like, couldn't you've if you're gonna do all these potential nods like the 1969 Jeep, or yeah. you know all these crappy little nods to yeah, SG One? Because Daniel in 1969 posed as Heinrich Gruber's son, didn't Heinrich he? Heinrich Gruber. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Was he the son of Heinrich Gruber, or was he Heinrich Gruber, son of Dietrich Gruber? Is my only thing. Well, the oh, way that okay. Daniel spoke about his father wasn't that he had been killed. In, I, I got that the Dietrich guy yeah. had been killed by the Nazis yeah, and had yeah, his yeah. shit stolen he off him. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get the idea that Daniel, his fake German character, had a deceased yeah. father. Well, they didn't even they didn't even yeah go into that. Yeah. No, I think the point uh, Brennan's making is that they made we we know that there's a Heinrich Gruber, but why was this a Dietrich Gruber? In terms mm. of no, there wasn't Gruber. It was just Dietrich. Dietrich. Oh, was it? We don't yeah, know who was, he is. no, that's what I'm saying. Like it would have been perfect to put Gruber in. Yeah, I I, I must have automatically just assumed that cause in, no, because no, they didn't say that oh, at all. That's, that's right, because I tried to freeze frame the telegram, and when you watch it on Stargate Command, yeah, the first episode it blurs free, out. You can't screenshot anything because it blurs it out when you pause it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I had to kind of. Scrolling back, it just said, "Oh, unfortunately, something about this will be my last transmission. Not going." Yeah, we didn't, yeah it was we very, get... was obviously written by the German guy. Very impersonal. That's what I got from it. It was never written by Diedrich. It was written by that yeah. German yeah. Bruick guy, the Nazi. But guy. then Bruker brings out this. Well, have you seen this parchment? And it's the picture of the Stargate. I think it was in in, uh, in the, the, in in the, the movie, cave in, in the, the movie, movie. It was in the cave in Abydos. Yeah. On Abydos. Mm. Yeah. And then, what does he up. say? I, f- I got it from a felonious little spice dealer in Thailand two years ago. 
What the fuck does Thailand have to do with anything? Right. Well, see, I don't, I don't mind the idea that from like you know ancient times when the before the, the the gate was buried in Egypt, that stuff from there has been dispersed across the world, like people picking up stuff on their travels. You know, different explorers. I guess, but like, but it's like, how does he find make, it with the Dead Sea Scrolls? Or, but how know, does he like, make that connection for yeah, me? Thailand. It's like he finds yeah. that and goes, oh, I've seen a circle that that's something the Americans yeah. found in in Egypt ten years ago, or. Yeah. I, I like the idea that yeah, shit is all over the world that it originated in Egypt, but, but it's it was like they, they never expanded. It was on. so specific. It you could have been put like, it in the Sudan or somewhere like somewhere relevant. Yeah, given that it's established later on that Bruker or whatever his name is, he can't speak or read uh, Egyptian. Yeah, his only motive, except for plot, to take <laughs> Professor Langford through the Stargate was so that Catherine could follow him, mm. and then they kind of go, "Oh no, he's there to translate." So what we're saying is the first human of the modern age to figure out the Stargate and travel through it doesn't speak or read Egyptian. Yeah. But he yeah. managed to figure out this Egyptian thing that... That they couldn't figure and, out. And Catherine further to you... Enti- literally her entire life trying to figure out. That he didn't need to take Professor Langford through. He actually left his notebook with his little German friend going, oh, here, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in case you need my I book of secrets. I won't, <laughs> I won't need this because <laughs> I've been right so far. But doctor, come with me because I'll probably need you along the way. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to episode two, shall we? Hang on. Uh, only thing, like, so it's 1938, 10 years since the events of the movie, which yep. they say quite clearly 10 years later. Yep. How old is she supposed to be in this? Because yeah, what do we figure, figure that out. she is in the film? Like she's un- she's very young. Well, we tried to work it out in our origins in, chat. In, in the origins chat, in I think you said it. In Torment of was... she says... At some point between 1939 and 1945, she's 21 because mm. she says to Daniel, what did the U.S. military want with a 21-year-old girl? Yeah. So if we go on based on the fact that she was 21 in 1939, she's 20 here, and she was 10 when the gate was found. Yeah. Uh, I guess so, yeah. I that, guess. I guess that can... Um, yeah. That didn't... makes her a lot older than I thought she was, you know, yeah. by the in time the... we get to Torment of Tantalus and, and even the movie. She's yeah. a lot older, yeah. but so, but they also dialed down Professor Langford because in the film he was, he almost could have been her grandfather with how old. Think about yeah, it, how yeah, old yeah, he was. Yeah. He had a cane, he yeah. couldn't walk, and now he's just you know he's kind of yeah. trainee. <laughs> All right, so, well let's um let's head on to episode two, shall we? I just thought we might end end each episode <laughs> the way Origins did and just move on to the episode. So is it two. this episode where she's tied up with her wrists? Uh, yes, because episode two is the episode where the Germans dial the gate. Can I just... Something yeah, okay. on the start, like, regardless of what you think about the first episode, the second one starts, and the German guy's making his, you know, his, his female um, uh, offsider film him so he can document, you know, how right he is. He's like, did you get my good side? Oh, no, this is my good side. Oh, no, no, do you like my cheekbones here? No, 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 you'll prefer this. And I'm like, what the... F- why has it become a comedy? Yeah. Like a bad comedy. It's... But whatever the tone was in episode one was completely betrayed by that tonal shift in the first like minute of episode two. Now, I'm not saying this show shouldn't have comedy in it. Obviously, SG-1 has got plenty of comedy in it, but it's not a comedy. It's not a funny show. I've got to admit, I yeah. did just... kind of chuckle, but then halfway through my chuckle, I was like, actually, that's not yeah, no, well, no, but my, I, my, I appreciate the gag, but I think just it just felt misplaced for me. Yeah, my I don't know. Second yeah, no- I agree. Oh, we got an email. My second note. Who's angry? Stargate Command. <laughs> They're coming after Reese's, us. Reese's piracy. Um, <laughs> uh, my second note for episode two is the film chick wrong angle bit was fun, but then it went on way too long. Yeah. Could have been her. Could It could have stopped with her. It could have been her being the comic yeah. relief going wrong angle. Yeah. And then he changes itself and away you go. Yeah. 
They're Nazis. We don't want to like them. They're no, Nazis. No, that's it. I What's... found myself liking them more than Catherine at, at that point. Yeah, she was a fucking bitch. Yeah. I'm not even going to cover myself. She was a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing. And just stupid. Like, when if you're in something with Nazis and you're the more evil person, like, the, yeah. adjust. Adjust, yeah. my friend. <laughs> That's it. Oh well, this this isn't so much her fault as much as the writers. And I know that when we did our oh, it's all pre, the writers' fault, isn't <laughs> it? Well, pre-origins chat and our predictions and what they can and can't do, we said, all right, just these three things, and one of them involved not seeing the Stargate open, which seemed like an ambitious prediction to make, considering it was going to be a 100-minute series. And if there's going to be some kind of otherworldly threat, considering it is a show about Stargate and a doorway to another galaxy or world or whatever, how can she not see it? open or whatever and i don't want to go through my notes like a bit by bit but i'm like going through episode two and i'm like okay so she saw it open and then i get to not only that she saw she saw all the seven symbols and she saw how it was manually dialed yeah that's the biggest issue i had the next episode she instructs two guys how to open it yeah yeah. in episode four okay so Catherine has flat out gone through the gate like you say you're not going through your notes i am going through my notes i'm happy to do it i have six notes for this episode (laughs) i I kind of wanted to live do it last night while watching it and just with gifts Did did anyone see the there was a great video that went around uh the net the other week and it was donald trump talking about giving guns to teachers and it was like a two oh, and a half minute yes, speech I saw that. and then yeah. someone grabbed clips from movies and and viral videos and obama just people looking confused going what the eye hell? rolling and going eye rolling so and they put that over the top of it's trump amazing. talking and i kind of wanted to do the same with this show like i felt like if we just videoed the show the if we could actually get through a second viewing yeah and then just put clips huh. of people looking confused when they said stuff that just broke, like, flat out broke continuity. Because it's okay if they break one thing. You're like, oh, okay, well, they've only got to take one step back. But they, mm. they break, like, 17 different things in the first two episodes. You're like, you've got to spend now probably just as much time, if not twice as much time, reneging that yeah. by the end of the 10th and episode. And that's the problem with prequels, is you, you've got a finite amount of story you can tell because you have to dovetail it to a certain point in continuity. Yeah. You're doing it to yourself. Mm. There was no My, threat. Have... There was no threat to... Langfords, the either of the Langfords, no. and we knew that was going to happen. I have I have six notes for episode two, and my fourth one is, well, she's getting mind wiped. Yep. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because there's no other way around it. No. There is, and we spoke about it. There's no other way around it. She could. We said she could have had an inkling because obviously, you know, they in the movie they kind of seemed to. The military kind of knew what was going on. But they could have got point, around it. I think they could have if they tried a bit harder. Like we we yeah. suggested that the the Nazis had the DHD in a truck, like they do in uh, in Tombstone, in, um, <laughs> Touchstone. Touchstone. And then the Germans open it. She sees it. Yeah. And then she follows without them seeing her. They give her everything between season episode two and episode three. She gets everything. She gets seven symbols, constellations, point of origin. Hmm. knowing that, okay, you've got to start with the chevron on the left and work your way around and then finish at the chevron on the top. All these things. Yeah. Then it's like, well, there was no other option but to mind wipe her because Hmm. she can't have all of that stuff and then still be where she is in the film. Yeah. You know? So it's like they could have, like, like Brendan said, done things without her seeing. So she could have seen the event horizon. Yeah. And she would have known that something happens. Yeah. Something happens to it and could have spent the next 60 years. Because there's nine chevrons on a gate, so you don't know that it's got to be seven symbols yeah, and, and all that whole, sort of stuff. Yeah, that was the whole and, premise of it. And we'll get to something in episode four and five that really pissed me off. At least they didn't go so, like, she didn't 
figure out that it was a a destination and a point of origin. Like when she got to Abydos and she went to like try and figure out how to dial back, she couldn't find the Earth point of origin symbol. She's like, I, I can't do it because that symbol's not on here. Like mm. she just thought it was like dialing a phone number, getting there and having to dial that same number back. Yeah. So at least they didn't give her all the answers. Mm, but then seven seconds later, Wasuf or Wasif, whatever his name is, uh, was like, oh, maybe it needs a different eight, uh, seven yeah, symbol. And yeah. I was like... That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> you... Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that annoyed me the most in this episode was she, Catherine had her hands tied. And then she says to the weird Nazi guy who's Fruit Loop, any chance you could untie me? And he looks at her and goes, yeah. And she goes, ew, pig. That's one of my like, notes why, here. What else could you have possibly done? Recited a poem? <laughs> like, what else would he want you, from you? Do you know what he could like, have done? Honesty, He's a bad guy. He's a Nazi. Yeah. Do you like, know what you could have done? You could have used a word that actually exists. The word ill. Yeah. wasn't made, didn't become a word until, yeah. until the 1970s. Is that how much you hated this show? You actually went and researched well, ew. I, this, when she went ew, I went, really? wait, were people saying ew in the 1930s? I don't totes think so. not. And to be fair, no, I did, <laughs> to be fair, something else she said in one of the episode four or five, I went, oh, they definitely weren't saying that. And then I went and looked it up and they were. And I was like, okay, fine. Mm. All right. But they were not saying ew in 1938. And the issue I had is once she's knocked out that uh, Nazi... But the good thing is, though, the good thing is she did what Carter could not do in Emancipation, and that mm-hmm. is defeat a guy with her hands bound. That was impressive. Well, <laughs> she couldn't get into a knife fight because apparently there's no knife in that entire compound that she's lived in for the last 10 years yeah. because she got in that Jeep and drove it all the way to Beale's tent with her hands bound. I know. So she managed to drive that Jeep through the you know Egyptian desert yeah, it's a manual. All cars back then were manuals. <laughs> so she's the knee, driving, mate, using the knee and the clutch, and... shifting gears with her hands done. bound. <laughs> but there's not an entire knife in that entire compound that she yeah. could cut cut her hands free with. Yeah, before she jumped in the jeep and drove. Stop it, it Ralph. These knives couldn't cut butter. <laughs> and then she has a shot of whiskey. Oh, the thing that annoyed me about that was she, when she rocked up. This could be episode three. No, it's the, end, no, it's the end, end of, of two. Two. She pulls up and goes, "It's okay." I'm American. Mm. I'm like, really? Like, we we out. We know that you're Norwegian slash German. We know that from the movie, and and in the series, they just change the accent because it's easier. They don't talk about it here. They've pointed out yeah. the fact that I'm American. You don't need to say no. that. Well, and you think and, about and what I spoke about earlier is you know when you separate the movie and the film. Oh, sorry, the movie and the TV series. Well, there are inconsistencies. The movie Stargate didn't have the light-up chevrons with Mm. the red lights and stuff. The TV series did. So it's like my analogy during our first Origins chat with Buffy. It's like they changed things for the better and did it. So it's like, well, if they're going to make a new Stargate and make it look like the movie Stargate, Mm. they should stick with the movie continuity and she should have been Norwegian or German or, you know. Absolutely. I think the original actress was Swedish, you know, Mm. that played the original Catherine. For me, I I don't have a problem with the idea that she, like, they are American citizens and she, for all intents and purposes, was, you know, raised probably from from a very young age in America, but she has, you know, the German or Norwegian or whatever background. But for me, it's like, why do you need to say whatever you are, wherever you're from? For me, I'm like, hang on, didn't she... She was talking to these it's, guys at the start yeah, of episode she knows one. Him. The way she showed up was like, I know you don't know me, but it's okay. I think yeah. she said, what she said so was, oh, good security guys, because yeah. yeah. you, you, I you've, don't know why, but you're... You've let the red you're the only these guys sing, in. You're the only two 
people. Yeah. You're Egyptian, you're British, but there's no one else around. Yeah, she met mm. you in a market and he's come to have dinner with your father. Yeah, she pulls up and right no... next to the tent. Yeah, there's, there's, there's oh, she no... basically drives into the tent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there's no... Knows exactly where he is. You don't yeah. know where... Yeah, but where, like, for us as a viewer, where are... Like, I didn't even know yeah. where the hell that that, 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 that factory, that warehouse was until the end, really, I mm. think. Like, if I think about SG-1 and I think, okay, well, 1938, this is where it was, this is where it was, everything was located, but I didn't really get an idea of where they were in Egypt or anything no. like that. I don't know how far away from that compound the security is, like, why it would be such a big deal that he's let these Nazis... Yeah, now these are minor details, but at the same time, paint me a picture. Like for me, that's where it's yeah. just—it's poor direction. It's that's... like this scene cut to this scene. It's like it almost feels like it is a movie from 1938, where the, where, the, where cuts like that confuse the audience. Yeah. And they couldn't handle that sort of shit. I just—I didn't understand how far away it was and why it was such a big deal that she had to go to them. Why were they the closest? Why were they close enough? But they were obviously mm. far enough away that the Nazis could show up and shoot people and make yeah. a lot of noise, go through the gate without these security guards yeah. and so his Egyptian little Beale being mate part of the, hearing it. The, I, the uh, United Kingdom military the, yeah, had no idea that there were Nazis in, yeah. driving, in driving distance from them. Mm. Yeah, What the hell? And so if she says then... Nazis are at the compound. Doesn't he call for backup? Absolutely. Doesn't he call his no. commander? He, no, he, he takes. Does, his he's not Egyptian... the kind of guy that goes AWOL. The yeah. dude says. No, he <laughs> takes his totally little Egyptian totally um, handmaiden guy. Yeah, and they'll take care of. They'll take care of five heavily armed. Um, yeah. Nazis that have just taken over a compound and then go off world. Now I'll tell you what you absolutely yeah. do not do is show the first person going through the gate. Like continuity wise, like chronologically, since like ancient Egyptian times, this is the first person to go through the Earth Gate, mm. and they show it side on, so that it's like, look, he walks in here and doesn't walk out over to the yeah. left. Isn't this amazing? It's like, no, show him walking through the event horizon. That yeah. Yeah. that's your money shot. Oh, that is the wormhole. <laughs> Emperor right? no money. money there, mate. They didn't have the <laughs> well, money. Well, there's to do that. It. Yeah, okay, and that's fair enough. And that even I think the, brings me to like a, a, an even early the preview. The was weird. The yeah. kawoosh was weird. The that sound looked, effect that looked cheap. The kawoosh. I'm fine with that it's it's at the start of episode three we actually see langford uh arrive on abydos okay well let's get to episode three then what was the nazi the nazi when the nazi guy was wearing her her underwear they came in with those were those three drunk because it seemed like they they were were drunk catherine the british guy like she she kicks him and he's like She's not what I expected. And the British girl is like, I know she's great or something. Uh, we'll, like, we'll get to those Are two. you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, the, uh, just to cap up on what I was saying before um, and then move on because I, I want to move on from so much of this. But like, it shows Langford uh, exiting the Stargate on Abydos and rather than like it have him sort of like come through the event horizon as we've seen from 20 plus years ago on Stargate SG-1 he's not there and then bang yeah, pop, he's just there he and I'm like in. are you yeah. f***ing serious yeah, he pops I in. take back what I said about episode 2 I wanted you to show <laughs> it if this is what you're going to do to show it yeah. just don't show it and there was no it. fluctuations but the, in the event horizon but then couldn't afford it not no. the second thing to come through I, no actually it was not so bad with Langford it was the two soldiers behind him carrying like a trunk full of equipment yeah. all of a sudden all three of those things were there, two people in a trunk. But yeah. then I think either the German guy or the woman, they appeared and they seemed to walk through the event horizon. Like the effects were okay for them. And I'm yeah. like, 
Oh, I just apparently um, you're not the, even you're not even paying attention to your own continuity. Apparently, the the German that was killed by the ribbon device was one of the writers. He kind of put himself. Yeah, in, he cast himself. Yeah, he in was kill me, Gunter. Kill me. His name was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, um. Well, I just want to rapid fire through a couple of little things for episode three. The icicle travel was a nice touch, like when they yeah, sort of I gave like them. that. I was like, okay, they're they're hearkening back to kind of. It looked terrible, but yeah, yeah, it looked terrible. The the golden blue, I think, was the for me the highlight of the entire thing was Alcet's sort of temple with all the blue and gold. I think that's a combination we've not seen before in any of the the way the gold had been portrayed. I actually quite liked her costume. Like it was very oh, different. One, very, well, yeah, which one? But the first one, and I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to sound creepy when I say this, but there was more hints of nudity in the costume. Like, well, that's very Egyptian goddess. Like, yeah. and well, they were ashamed to, yeah. To and more akin out. to what yeah. the, what the movie was giving us, obviously, you know, in Stargate SG one, the uh, pilot episode, there was nudity where there should be nudity in a way. So the fact that you could see, you know, like half her breasts were hanging out and like very suggestive sort of leg wear and stuff. I'm like, they're not just playing it safe because it's, you know, 2018 or anything like that. It's like, hey, this is an Egyptian god and someone who thrives off power, a part yeah. of a race, they flaunt, right? Yeah. So I, I well, kind of that, liked that the, touch. I'm it. assuming yeah. that the her little offsider was a Jafar, was supposed to be a Jafar. Yeah, but I couldn't. Well, she she had, this, had a flange voice. She so. had a flange voice. The, the same, wannabe Dora Milaje. Yeah, this, <laughs> uh, the same. Um, she had the same yellow eyes and the same flange voice. Yeah. But yeah, she had like the butt cheeks hanging out the back. Yeah. Since she wasn't afraid to sort of yeah. show that stuff off. So yeah. yeah, that was good. I think the gore was were the best in this like when she their flange changed as well I noticed yeah, the flange was different the first couple of episodes well, the first time robotic. she her, she spoke with a flange voice that kind of that was yeah. the only thing that I was like oh that's cool yeah they're back a couple of the notes here the DHD was invented by the TV show so go f*** yourselves um the novelization of the movie. Well, hang on, what? The DHD was invented by the TV show. The, what do you there mean? Was n- the DHD wasn't in the movie. Yeah, it so, was in Abydos. No, it wasn't. There was Are you no- sure? I'm positive. You're thinking of the um, Children of the Gods when they go back to Abydos. Yeah. There was no DHD in the film. Uh, in fact, I looked it up, and the novelization of the movie describes a manual dial home from Abydos. So there was DHDs were invented by Brad Wright and Jonathan Glasner and Robert huh. Cooper. Yeah, so I didn't... they did, and then they sort of retcon it at the end and go, oh, the DHD's broken, we'll beam it up and move the Stargate and yeah. we won't put another one down. I found myself For really trying 50 to... 50 years. <laughs> like, right. going, oh, what's wrong with the so DHD? We'll gonna... repair it. Yeah. It'll take us 60 years, but there's so there's no DHD in the Great Pyramid. At yeah. So I, when you first said that, like, oh, I'm pissed that there was one there, I thought you were talking about the one they referenced on Earth, like the, the, the German guy goes, oh, this is like the one we have in Berlin. Oh, and no, I'm like, was, oh, okay, cool, because then it sort of suggests there was one on Earth. So I, I liked that they hinted about that because we were talking about that in our pre-origin So what does chat. it matter then? Like if it was in Children of the Gods, what, why even go into that? Exactly. Because I didn't, I didn't remember. Mm. They're just trying to tie things in too, too tightly to the film. Well, they're not. Because they didn't do it properly. Um, no, that's right. <laughs> uh, I've got in big letters here, Catherine instructing two men how to operate the gate using seven symbols. You, yeah, and which then is obvious. That's that's what my point was going to be. Your rule said that she can't. Your three rules: she can't get the gate open by herself. She can't see the DHD. She can't know the seven symbols without losing all integrity. Yeah, well, unless she gets mind wiped, and we all said, well, that's like going. It was all a dream. It's yeah, the laziest it's, part of writing. Yeah, and it and turns that out happened. that's what they did. So they did all those things, and then just mind her. Her exact it. line is: "There are seven symbols. We need to arrange them in correct sequence by sliding that inner ring." Yeah. Like here's exactly very specific, like, Catherine. It's the exact <laughs> instruction. Here's the thing I hated the most in the Catherine Beale Wasif triangle. Mm. I I understand this is 2018. We're all about equality. You guys know me. I'm the 
quote unquote feminist of our of our team. Like I'm all about equality. Well, not, not, not individually. We're all no, about we're equality. All, we're all no, about no. it. That's I'm, good because I'm, I'm racist and sexist <laughs> as fuck. I'm obviously the megaphone for it. Um, you know, we're all we're all about it though. Yeah, of course. It's 2018, so this was uh, directed by a woman, stars a woman, the Goa world. You know, they're they're bringing yeah, females yeah. into it, which is great. Yeah, it's awesome. The problem I have is emasculating men by making them wimpy doesn't make Kat look more confident. It makes her look like a bitch. Yeah. There was no need for her to push the guys through the gate. Wasif wanted to go. They said that. They were just having their own moment. She got her own moment at the end to breathe and go, oh my God, I'm about to step through the gate. She denied that from her two people that she's working with. They, it's all, it's not, it's bringing her up doesn't mean you have to push the other two down. They can be three equals. Mm, yeah. They could have been gone full yellow brick road, held hands and stepped through together. Yeah. And it could have been a bonding moment. But for the next four episodes, all they do is bicker and snipe at each other. Yeah. She tries to cut them. She slaps him in the next episode, which yeah. just taps a hidden rage in me. <laughs> it really does. Because it's, again, it's about equality. If it's all about men can't hit women, women can't hit men either. Yeah. I don't care. I hate... When a woman slaps a man and it's okay. Mm. To me, violence of any kind is not okay in that sort of scenario. Yeah. And I just... It, and the it only other person really who slapped somebody was the Nazi. <laughs> right? So that's what you're wearing, you're yeah. comparing to. The thing that I hate most about this whole series is that they they dunked her head like as the effect in a... F- fish tank <laughs> I did love the thing that you made for our socials which is like the bobbing yeah. for apples I thought that was great I hated that like in the yeah. movie they do a similar thing with uh, James Spader Roland Emmerich but they do it creatively alright so Spader's obviously in a body of water he he submerges himself and then they reverse it alright yeah. it's simple it's a practical fucking effect Mitch and I made movies when we were 13 with better practical effects than they did in this her head is in a and fish tank. You can, you see, can see the water bubbles. Yeah, you can mm. see like, a, yeah, mm, her awkwardly. cheeks are puffed. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Can um, the be seas- creative. The you got no budget. I understand, but fuck, I hate that. Yeah, the harcesis. Why? Why horseshoe the harcesis into this whole thing? Again, that the that- harcesis being a forbidden child that's not allowed to be. That was invented by Robert C. Cooper. Yeah, uh, that was his idea for the TV series. Yeah. Hey, there was no dad. They didn't say who the Gwaiwold dad was, and then they killed it. Yeah. What so was the it was point in it? Kind of relevant. And then mm. later on in the um, in I think episode nine or episode ten, gunfire starts happening. Like people like burst into the room where like into her throne room and start firing guns around. Her offsider, Saket or whatever her name was, runs away, but her handmaiden holding the baby they're trying to pre- protect stands there. And stays there. So it's like, oh yeah, that baby can get hit by bullets, not a problem. But the Jafar slash other Guawult is the one that runs away. Yeah. That was bullshit. Here's the thing. Now, you may not know this, Mitch. I spoke to Brennan about this off mic earlier. So Alset, who was the uh, female Guawult in this. Mm. Alset is the Egyptian pronunciation of Isis. Isis is actually the Greek pronunciation for the goddess Isis. Yeah, right. Okay. Now, as far as the show is concerned... Isis is trapped on Earth in a canopic jar alongside Osiris. Well, as far as, sorry, SG-1 is concerned. Yeah, the the TV show. So uh, coming up in season four, we'll get to an episode called The Cure. And you might remember this. That's where we meet Daniel Jackson's red-headed ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Strawberry blonde. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And she's taken over by Osiris. Yeah, okay. 
Now, in that, there's Osiris, there's a Canopic Jar with Osiris in it. And this is why I'm glad Reese isn't here, because we can talk about this openly. There's, an, there's a Canopic Jar with Osiris in it, and there's a Canopic Jar with Isis in it. The Isis Jar is broken, and she's dead. She's mm. been dead for thousands of years. Mm. Uh, and Osiris takes over Daniel Jackson's girlfriend. So as far as TV continuity is concerned, SG-1 continuity is, yeah, they that, can't, that. that can't be Isis. Mm. And Alcid and Isis are the same character. It's like, it's like, it's like if Apophis they... Apophis and Apep. Yeah, or if mm. they brought in, oh, instead of Alcid, it's like, oh, this is Satesh. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. it's Seth. That's two different people. It's two different yeah. people. It's the same character. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think it was um, unfortunate that the TV show got rid of such an a recognisable name like Isis yeah. so so early on and weren't able to use her as a character. So but I in retrospect, there's Isis and Isil now. So yes, that's probably right. good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's obvious, and obviously that's probably why they went with Alcet instead of Isis. Yeah. But yeah, not about it. And really I think, you know, you, you see a show like this, you see the a Gould character ruling over an area, you're like, oh yep, straight up bad guy, black or white. And yeah. it really wasn't until the end I'm like, oh she's not actually like that she Tokra? I was Bad. wondering if they were trying yeah. to angle that she was a Tokra. She seemed to be almost like, like a like a mother goddess. Like, oh, okay, she has the the wand of Horus that lets them heal. What the yeah. f was that? People. I was going, what are they doing? How do they, like, where how are they going to do this? It with like, no Nakwita in their yeah. bodies. Like, how do they yeah. activate Ghoul technology? And then she broke it, and I'm like, oh, thank God. And it was did. literally and a stick. And we never see it again. It was literally a timber stick that she broke. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's the it's supposed to be Nakwada. That's what right. I got out of it. She snaps it over her knee. Um, the whole oh, mate, that, that that we had a whole episode, episode eight. So we're in the the final three. So if you're watching them as soon as they're released, and I didn't, I watched it all all in one hit. Um, but you had episode eight, nine, and ten. So the first of the final three episodes that you got to watch, and you're watching a fight. I know. Between two characters Seriously. you don't give a shit about. Give me the emancipation yep. knife fight any day. Over that. <laughs> hey, preach, preach. Yeah. Um, Kazoof, what was the point in Kazoof being there? Except Absolutely for bad none. fan service. Because and again, yeah. just goes back to what I said before. He it's was like mind wiped at the end. You do something, you have to come back from it. It's like, let's give a character memories that we have to take away. Just fucking What's make it a new character. No just one don't cares. Do it could have been a different character. They could have died at the end. It didn't have let's to just be just not Kazoof. do this whole thing again. For a second, I was like, oh God, they're going to give that baby to Kazoof and that's going to be Shara. Oh, that's what I was And wondering. then I realized, oh no, oh, no they're still in 1938. So they can't be her. They can't be her. So I was like, okay, thank God. Episode seven. Alcet acting like an LA gangster holding the machine gun. Why would she think a machine yeah. gun is cool when the entire episode previous they make this whole thing about how Nagada is so much better than anything else? They're like, this is weapons without Nagada, this is weapons with Nagada. Well, they, that's what I didn't understand. Were they trying to say Nakwada? Yes. And in the subtitles in episode 9 or 10, it's actually, it's actually spelt Nakwada. Yeah. But they go to the, the town Nagada, N A G A D A, mm. um, where they mine Nakwada. Pronounced Nagada, but spelled N A Q U A D A H. Made no sense. So yeah, someone um, someone fed up here. And apparently they had like people on on set and stuff as like you know fans and stuff helping it, going no no this isn't like adjusting things to fit in with continuity, but Who? clearly not. <laughs> obviously, um, obviously. Not so yeah, I, I don't think Alcid at any point would be interested in machine guns. One good thing, though, is Seketz, or whatever her name was, her staff weapon with the sickle on the I end. I had a hook, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool, because that reminds me of the of the crook and flail that you see a lot of the pharaohs have yeah, holding a true. little crook and mm. flail. I was like, and that's kind of cool. I wish kind of Tilk had a blade on the end of, yeah, the, that would be end of his um, staff weapon. So, uh, Catherine is a 20-year-old. She's been living in that um, thing with her dad for the last 10 years. Do we think she's a virgin? Hmm. 
I hope so. Well, not now. Well, well, how does she? Ex- d- did her hymen get mind wiped as well? <laughs> um, because wow, clearly Ernest is. Tight. I, I don't know. So yeah, if she got mind wiped, she doesn't remember having sex with Beale. No. He doesn't remember because he's dead. So yeah, does she just? Think Are we sure? Because we never saw anything. We saw a gun yeah. hover over him, and then, like an effect, <laughs> we never see. We didn't even see. We never see. They could have just put blood all over him. Yeah. yeah. Speaking it, of running out of budget, uh, how did Alcet and the Nazis and everyone get from the temple to Casus Village? They would have taken a glider or a cargo ship or a camel or one of those bison things on the Abydos. Yeah. Because she changed into that. her going out outfit mm. with a little weird urn on her head. The lens. <laughs> oh, the lens flare inside the tent. We got on. We got onto that. But it was it was a lens flare inside a tent into a Batman spin, that just yeah very very strange. I hated that. Oh uh, look, that it just it, it paves the way just to sit here and critique it. It's just very poorly directed. Like it and, was, it was. You know, I, for me, you have to be a fan. You don't have to be a fan. You, can, you still need to be a good director to make something. It was just. Well, I yeah. don't know. Just the, yeah, the way that it, uh, there's all again, those... a director's supposed to get a great performance out of their actors, and there's just so many. Like you said, for the first couple of episodes, I'm like, I actually believe the Nazi guy. Like it was a very much a, hey, I'm an American guy, and this is how I do it with my German accent. You know, like yeah. it was. Oh, so... he was like Colonel Clink. Yeah. And then we're supposed to believe. Like, there's this whole thing where like Langford calls him a mo- after he shoots his own man after they've had that sort of that stupid fight you were talking about earlier mm. with waste time, and like uh, Langford turns and goes, "You're a monster." It's like, hello, he's a f***ing Nazi. We've known this from the first episode. Yeah, we yeah. know he's a monster. He's Duh. a Nazi. Yeah. Are we supposed to feel bad for the blonde chick crying, who's also a Nazi, Yeah. who's upset because her Nazi boyfriend is dead because the other Nazi is going, well, I'm not going to serve Hitler anymore. I'm going to serve in my own things because I'm an even bigger... you Nazis! <laughs> me! Just wanted to go over, so... It- you you were right. Justin Michael Terry, who's the who's the writer, he played Gunter, who died at the start. His writing credits include Stargate Origins. He's actually an actor and a writer. Yay. Mark Ilvidson is an art director and production designer. He's the other co writer. His writing credits include Stargate Origins. Yeah. Mercedes Bryce Morgan, directing credits include Virtual Morality, one episode of a TV show, Fantasies TV shows, four episodes. Stargate Origins and short films. Yeah. So they're not A grade. You think if you have a low budget, or well, let's try and get someone better than that. But Well, they refused oh, to, they refused just... to include Brad Wright, Robert Cooper, Joseph Malazzi, any of those people. Yeah. So it's like, well, of course they're not gonna get Mark. But Wood, you know who they got. Peter they got Louise, any of these people to do anything. They got um the original Egy- Egyptologist they got. Oh, whoop de doo That worked out well. From the movie. Oh, that worked out well. Now, I know we're running out of time because Mitch has got to get out of here, so I just want to quickly rapid-fire through a couple of things that I think we have to just mention because of how ridiculous they were. Cat destroying the seventh symbol that then Daniel Jackson Mm. has to figure out from the movie. But what did she do? (laughs) She just cracked it with a torch. Yeah, and then, like, wailed on it for a bit. She's like, she walks, she goes, oh, my God, if I've seen that, and if he wants to get home, then he'll have to see it. And then she cracks it, and watch she goes, I'm like, but he's with a girl that'll just yeah. start up. And, then and she's, she's like, oh my God. But what if that bad guy that knows everything tells him everything that she knows? Yeah. Oh, and I'm kinda, like, it just... kind of ruins the movie because it was good in the movie that it just naturally fell off from yeah. age and the sand wore it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that that worked more. The Nazi recognising Catherine's hairpin, the, like the second after mm. Langford dropped it, she goes, <laughs> Catherine's hairpin? <laughs> How do you f***ing know it's Catherine's hairpin, mate? Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Ra trying to land on the temple with no pyramid can fuck off. <laughs> um, episode 10. Obviously, everyone in this room, we're fine with homosexuals. Two guys getting together, not a problem. However, a British 1938 soldier with with another white American woman would not be cool with two brown caramel guys getting it on in 1938. No. They would not be down for that. 2018, we're totally down for that. That's awesome. Yeah. No. Uh, Yeah, I didn't... (sighs) That's not going to be a thing. No, it's not. Yeah. They... Put Horace and Anubis heads on those two guys. Why make them a whole love thing if they're just going to put them as Horace yeah. and Anubis, which has no follow through onto the film? And I know the film doesn't take place for another 60 years, but these guys are supposed to live longer because of the Nakwita and, and you know, Ra and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But that means one of those two beautiful caramel colored men has to become Jaiman Honsu <laughs> yeah, by the time Anubis. the movie comes around. <laughs> so I'm like, well, f that. Alcet's baby, better not, dot, dot, dot. Nope, nothing. What's nah. the point? Um, <laughs> God, that was so stupid, honestly. Uh, uh, Alcet putting the, the memory that was, in honestly, there. Sorry, just on that, was that purely there for that moment where Langford, Professor Langford comes up and says, just please spare my child. And she says, is that your daughter? Was. She looks to her daughter. Yeah, you could have just skipped yeah, okay. that scene and they just didn't She's go near the girl. She's a slaves. What yeah. does she care for? But at the them? same like... time, she wasn't that bad throughout the whole show, so it wouldn't have been a big enough stretch for me. what's the point of doing it? Yeah. Oh, the whole, she the whole cried. Thing, honest... She had a tear rolling down her cheek uh, when some random yeah. slave was killed. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's what I mean. Like, she didn't it's, need the daughter It's not motivation. like she was evil 4,000 and then to without a baby to go for you know, letting Catherine go that would have been a big stretch. She wasn't that evil. So for her to no. like go from not being that evil to going, okay, you, your daughter can go through, but you can't. That would have been fine for me. You didn't need to actually, or or have a child, like, or one that you've taken off someone, someone else that's died near you, you've stolen a child. Don't actually refer to it as a fucking harcesis, right. yeah. which needs to be a major, like it is a major thing because of SG1, but instead that's you it. throw it out there, oh, who's the father? Is for fans to go, oh, oh look, harcesis, I know that word. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> It's like when... Um, it's like, oh, they're dumb a dozen then. It's like when Zachary Quinto went, live long and prosper the first time. It's like, oh, I know that phrase. Oh. Yeah. Dumb but, at least he was, That's too. but at least he was the younger version of the character <laughs> yeah. that said it. Yeah, like for me, like that was, yeah. that was more okay. But no, honestly, the be all end all this, we, we came into Origins worried about how they were going to fit it in with continuity. And we said, just don't do these couple of things. And are they just going to mind wipe it? That's a really cheap... Stupid way. But getting I didn't out know of the it. ribbon device could do mind wiping. That's a retcon no, too. That's, that's new. But to- I suppose. Oh, for me that wasn't a huge thing because of what Sharae could do with it in Forever in a Day. She managed to put memories. <laughs> and well, stuff there's, like that, there's that. that too, yeah, you know, whole alternative future for him. Um, mm. but to do it and do it over the space of three minutes, just go. Ah, oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Again, mind wiping. That's fine. But when Ra shows up. And does his big spiel, Monologue. right? Yeah. Oh, we will move the Stargate. We will blow up your temple. We will repair the DHD for 60 yeah. years. Yeah. We will do all these things that nicely wrap everything up or, so that we fit to the movie. What's Isis? What's her name in this? Alcet. Alcet says, you will go and put a team together and return oh, when you can God. defeat Ra. Like, With a great power, what? aka being a nuke. If I, <laughs> if, if I wasn't in my own house watching that, I would have trashed the place. I would have rioted. <laughs> If if we had we were going to do a viewing party and we were going to come in here to the studio and watch it all together, I would have flipped a table mm-hmm. when that happens. Or you will, you will mark this team with your amulet. Oh, oh God, Jesus like, Christ! So specific. You don't That's need to tie in everything, terrible. guys. Honestly, like you terrible. don't need to tie in any of it, but you don't need to tie in everything. It yeah. was. I honestly, I really did want to like it. I want to see, I know there's a big drive at the moment, the fans, we want more Stargate. And I yeah, do absolutely. want more Stargate. And you can get on board with that. Uh, yeah. Stargate now. 
Get on board. And yep. I do want to touch on what we've seen a lot in um, uh, social media is a lot of people have been getting onto the Stargate post and saying, no, even if you don't like it, just say you do so nah, that we get more Stargate. That's bullshit. Anyone who thinks that, fuck you. Yeah. You got hammered online. I saw you actually posted something. I did. And he's going, you don't understand what we're trying to do. Apparently, it's like, no, of course you do. Apparently, I don't stand, understand marketing because yeah. I don't want to say, oh, this is this is great. Mm. Let's have more of this. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't want more of this. If we get more of this, I'm not watching it. No. Yeah. I don't. Well, I'd rather well, not ever, Lincoln, ever know, have it again. Lincoln is not even. He hasn't even watched. And he Origins. loves Stargate. He was arguably the biggest Stargate fan out of all of us. Yeah. Uh, he's not going anywhere near Origins. No, he's he like, I don't. Do it. I don't even want. I'm not even going to bother. No. Yeah. And the only reason I did is because of this. Yeah. yeah if we didn't have a podcast, I wouldn't uh, have we, watched. We wouldn't. I wouldn't have got past I episode, have episode three. Episode three, or maybe I might first three episodes. As soon three. as she went through the fucking Event Horizon, end boom, of Stargate, I'm done. end of episode three, and that were the free ones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm never ever watching this again. <laughs> we're ne- guys, we're never going to mention it again unless we're making fun of it. And the, yeah. the thing is, I would like to have, have watched it, you know, w- like you guys did, like, you know, watch the three, then the two, the two, then the three. I watched it all together um, for the most part. Like, I checked out early on, That's and rough, then I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to watch it all and see what it was like as <laughs> a feature film. Because initially, I would have liked to watch it like you guys, and then maybe watch it as a feature film to see how it flowed. Well, they're, all they're actually releasing a 4K cut. Yeah. But the thing the was watching thing. it, like I, the first couple episodes were flying through, and then at one stage I'm like, "Man, oh, this is really dragging. What are we up to? Holy shit! Episode five hasn't even finished. Like, yeah. I'm not even halfway through this. It just, it just really dragged on, and oh, just, it, just disappointing. And yeah, I just, uh, we, mm. we want more Stargate. It just not like this because it, the, the biggest thing is for me if they didn't say. It's in canon. It's a thank you to the fans, fine, yeah. I know, even though it was shit, by making more Stargate, but it's not part of canon. As soon as you say yeah. it is part of canon and continuity, you've got some shit to live up to. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now, well, like for said, me, it's the... It's separate the, it into movie continuity and TV continuity. And go, yeah. Okay, you know what? We're only going to factor in the movie. But even then, it still... Yeah, don't bother. It still betrays stuff of the movie and it makes oh, things yeah, in the yeah, movie seem irrelevant no or whatever, what but... They... What I want to ask, though, we've had our say, is everyone listening, write in what you think. Like I wanted to sort of leave Origins behind in many levels, but I would like to maybe follow it up, even just in a mailbag in the future. Yeah. Let us know what you think. If it was something that we wanted to talk about, you wanted us to talk about that we haven't yet, let us know. Let us know your thoughts, especially if you liked it. I would love to hear from someone that did like it and voice your opinion. And genuinely. Not genuinely. saying, oh, we like it, so we get more. No. Like, no. no, we like, want someone who genuinely, you know, yeah. really enjoyed it and would put it up there with, you know. We want we want. Stargate to return. Yeah. We want it to be good, though. Yeah. yeah. So, Paul, we did we did want to make this a fun chat, you know, making fun of it because it is so bad. But I think we did get our, you know, our dander up a little bit and got a bit aggressive there. <laughs> but, but um, well, you have to if you don't express your anger about something or your dislike, mm. then they're just going to keep turning out this rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. I would, and like I said, when I got trolled online, I, I would rather know Stargate than this. Yeah, I would me rather too. know new Stargate, yeah. and I'll quite happily live in reruns and my DVD collection yeah. than this. And I even said when I got told, I would rather pass a ethics exam than fail a marketing exam. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> Zing. All right, well, that's our latest Stargate Origin podcast. It might not be the last. You never know. There's, there's certain things in here I'm like, are they, they setting up a, for a sequel series? They make another one. I'm not watching it. Well, no. yeah. So what, what we might do right on the end here, because we are running out of time, but I did grab some audio of the amazing, beautiful, iconic opening of the very, very first Star- Stargate from the movie. Uh, and then I've got the amazing, iconic, really dis- disappointing time they first opened the gate in Origins. And just compare the audio and just see, you know, how these, how the, how the two uh, add up next to each other. 
this under the cover stones? Yes. My father found it in 1928. Made out of a mineral. Unlike any found in the world. No interrupting. Soon all shall bear witness to his great power like no one has ever seen before. Waiting for someone like me to awaken it from its eons of slumber. There you go, Ooh, back to back. <laughs> well, we've just compared it, so yeah, I think that I'm says done. it better than anything. So, anyway, it's going um, in the bin. We'll be yeah, back yeah. Um, with a new, brand new episode. Just regular old Get in the Gate, where we're talking about good old fashioned Stargate oh, SG One, the one wait. that we love. So, the real stuff. Keep we're getting uh, close to season four. I'm pumped. We're getting close, so keep the notifications on. Hopefully, Reese is back and uh, stay up to date with our um, with our. I wish uh, next, I had have walked out too. <laughs> next podcast. <laughs> Find us uh, if you are listening to us from some other avenue. Get in the gate, a Stargate podcast on uh, anywhere you find podcasts. Really, you can find us on the socials. Get in touch, like, subscribe, and uh, let us know what you think. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search Get in the Gate, a Stargate podcast. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie, Come at me, David, at Maddie on Instagram. And uh, Brendan, uh, where can we find you? <laughs> I'm at the Brendan Gibson on Twitter and Instagram. And I won't tell you where Reese because he doesn't want you to find him if you're going to talk about Origins. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you back for more Get in the Gate. Get into geek.com.